Man, nigga better act like they know it's Gemini season, you heard me? Wow, what's poppin', world? My name is Ashav Geek, and I'd like to formally introduce you to the Gemini You Me podcast. This is episode 38, and I'm calling this one Left Field. Now, I'm going to go ahead and set the mood, set the tone for the podcast off the bat. You know what I mean? We're going to get into this Kendrick Lamar feel off the damn album. Here we go. Ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. Shoulders. I feel like I'm losing my focus. I feel like I'm losing my patience. I feel like my thoughts in the basement. Feel like I feel like you're miseducated. Feel like I don't wanna be bothered. I feel like you may be the problem. I feel like it ain't no tomorrow. Fuck the world. The world is ending. I'm done pretending and fuck you if you get offended. I feel like friends been overrated. I feel like the family been faking. I feel like the feelings are changing. Feel like my daughter compromised and jaded. Feel like you wanna screw and that's how I made it. Feel like I ain't feeling you all. Feel like removing myself. No feelings involved. I feel for you. I've been in the field for you, it's real for you, right? Shit, I feel like ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying for me. Ain't nobody praying. I feel niggas been out of pocket. I feel niggas tapping their pockets. I feel like debating on who the greatest can stop it I am legend, I feel like all of y'all is peasants I feel like all of y'all is desperate I feel like all it takes us a second to feel like Mike Jordan will never holding a real mic I ain't feeling your presence Feel like I'ma learn you a lesson Feel like only me and the music though I feel like you're feeling me mutual I feel like the enemy you should know Feel like the feeling of no hope The feeling of bad dope A quarter house manipulated from soap The feeling, the feeling of false freedom A false freedom to poison To fill them up in the prison I feel like it's just me, look I feel like I can't breathe, look I feel like I can't sleep, look I feel heartless, often, often Feeling the falling, I'm falling apart With darkest hours lost in Feeling the void of being employed with balling Streets is talking, filling the blanks with coffins Fill up the banks with dollars Fill up the graves with fathers Fill up the babies with bullshit Internet blogs and pulpit Filling with gossip I feel like this gotta be the feeling where Pac was The feeling of an apocalypse happening But nothing is awkward The feeling won't prosper The feeling is toxic I feel like I'm boxing Demons, monsters, false prophets Scheming, sponsors, industry promises Niggas, bitches, hunkies, crackers, Compton, church religion, token blacks and bondage, lawsuit visits, subpoena, served in concert. Fuck your feelings, I mean this for imposters. I can feel it, the phoenix, sure to watch us. I can feel it, the dream is more than process. I can build a regime that forms a likeness. I can feel it, the scream that haunts a logic. I feel like say some, I feel like take some, I feel like skating on, I feel like waiting for Maybe it's too late for him. I feel like the whole world want me to pray for him, but who the fuck praying for me? Ain't nobody praying for me.
<laughs> Man, I called it left field for a reason. I feel like eating some pussy. You know what I mean? I'm a man. Look straight up. You know what I mean? Just like that. I'm starting the fucking podcast like that. That's how I'm coming this week, man. You know what I mean? It's just like, dog. You ever got fucking nudes so fire that? Well, first of all, it's like 2020 and shit. Now, you know what I mean? So, like, when you get nudes nowadays, it's more like videos and shit, right? You ever got nudes so fire that you had to fucking pause the video to, like, get a certain screenshot of the fucking greatness and the all? Like, oh, my fucking God. I Listen, man. I love nudes. I'm telling you. I love nudes, man. I love things. I feel like a woman's body... Oh my god, that shit is a piece of art. I was talking to my um to my homegirl Nani about that shit, cause it's like you know everybody isn't into news or isn't into sending pictures and shit like that, and everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't like that shit. And she was telling me about you know specific situations she was having. So I was like, okay, well does this happen and does that does that happen? And she was like, no. And I was always under the belief that like if I'm with you, and not even if I'm with you, but if we're sexually active or we're sexually attracted to each other, like I don't even need Pornhub. I don't need X videos. I don't need none of that shit. I just need you. Like you just bend that shit over in front of nigga. You know what I mean? Let me do my thing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Let me take a little picture here. Take a little picture there. Like. I feel like I need to to crave you to want your body to like want like your body is a work of art to me, you know what I mean? And I just won't be the painter. But yeah, man, I fucking love nudes. I love nudes. I can't say that shit any fucking more. I love nudes. And the reason I'm saying this was because not was, but it's because I was looking through um some pictures and shit that I received a minute ago, and I was like, damn, that's fire. That's fire. That's nice. That's nice. I'm really like a fucking nude kind of sore. You know what I mean? And it made me think about the subject of when you not when you're no longer dealing with a person, is it morally incorrect to keep nudes of a woman as a man? Is it morally incorrect to keep nudes of a woman that you're no longer dealing with? And the answer is yes. Um publicly, and not even publicly, but I guess to the masses. But for me, I look at it like you sent those to me for me to enjoy. Now, just because we're no longer dealing with each other doesn't mean that I'm no longer enjoying those. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still going to enjoy the shit. I'm never going to post the shit. I'm never going to show nobody. That's not that. That's definitely not what's going to happen. But I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of them because you took the shit. You felt like it was sexy. You wanted to show me. And so I'm going to enjoy that shit for the rest of my life. Or even if I don't enjoy it forever, it's going to be in the cloud forever. You know what I mean? So when I get the ankle into on the masturbate to you specifically, I'm going to go to my little, you know what I'm saying? What I got to go to, pull your picture up, and I'm going to do my thing. And I just think that that's a wonderful and a, and a beautiful thing, man. I fucking love women. Oh my God. I, shit. That shit. Yeah, man. I love women. But I was seeing a woman say that it's creepy-ish or, like, stalkerish to, like, keep nudes after the fact. And that's something that I disagree with, but I also feel like I have man privilege or male privilege. So maybe it's, like, a technical, you know, term for that that I'm not realizing on the reason it's wrong. But... At the same time, I do feel like it would be wrong for me to keep, well, for me to keep them in my phone anyway, like actively in my phone if I did have a girlfriend. You know what I mean? If I have a girlfriend. Like if you got 
buku nudes in your phone of other women while you while you have a quote unquote girlfriend or fiance or wife, then I feel like yeah, that's some uh different kind of shit, and you know you might need to not do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like for one, that's disrespectful. For two, that woman should be all you need. Like if you with a person that's not satisfying you on a sexual level or is not able to uh fulfill your sexual appetite, then y'all should have a conversation i'm assuming i don't know i don't know how to deal with that i've never not been fulfilled sexually when i was in a relationship now if i'm not in a relationship and i'm not being fulfilled sexually then it's like you know multiple women can fulfill me sexually or you know however that need to go but if you're in a relationship i think that that's a no-no but man life i am two weeks away from turning 31 years old and i'm fucking Happy. I can say that now. I'm not not, not happy because last week I said I wasn't happy. I'm still not happy. But I'm in a good place. Even though it's a lot of bullshit going on in the world, I'm personally at a good place spiritually. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have no issue, no drama. Anybody that comes into my life and tries to bring drama, I slowly push them away and push them out and exercise them and Nah, we not you're not getting through this barrier. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I don't want no negative vibes, no negative energy and none of that shit around me. Listen, I'm not even arguing with people no more. <laughs> you understand me? I am not even I'm not even, I'm not raising my voice. I'm not wincing my face. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, putting on anger. I'm not even doing that, man. It's peace, positivity, prosperity, dog. Let's get this money. Let's help the world. Let's help make the world better. You know what I mean? Let's do shit for the community and shit like that, man. Let's teach these kids how to grow up and be adults and deal with the hand that they was dealt as far as like, you know, how the world was left to us. You know what I mean? Like, let's educate them. Like, I had a proud moment the other day because I called my little brother, my baby brother, my youngest brother, and uh, he had an interview at this place. And I don't know if he got it. I think he got a job. I don't know. But it felt good being able to educate him on, not educate him, but like talk to him about what they would expect as far as like the interview process. It's kind of like, okay, well, why should we hire you? What are your hobbies? What do you like to do? What do you think you're, what value do you bring to this team? What are you good at? You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And that just felt good to know that you're helping raise a productive member of society like you're helping introduce somebody into the workforce that felt good man especially a person that used to change their diapers and shit and feed them bottles and shit now you're knowing that they're going out into the world and they're going to be an adult and even had to ask him like about conflict okay so what do you do if you're standing there and somebody gets mad at the cashier and then somebody come you know saying talk crazy to you and the answer that he gave me fits into his personality which is nonchalant but I love it. It's like, come on, man. We're here to get the money. We're not here for no problems. We're not here for no issues. We're not here for none of that, dog. Like, peace and prosperity, like I keep saying, my guy. Peace and prosperity. Also, speaking of working, I want to say that if you are going to restaurants still or any place where it's like retail and you just all... 50 people who listen to this podcast or have, you know, have listened to this podcast or might listen to this podcast, please be nice. Please, for me, like, please be nice when you're going out to these places, to these businesses, 
And, uh, we just trying to earn the income, bro. Like, we just trying to pay our bills, dog. Like, that's it. You don't got to come giving me that fucked up ass, negative ass energy. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dog. Like, we damn near risking our lives to fucking serve y'all. Like, I'm at work nowadays, dog. I don't even got on the mask. It's too hot for that shit. I'm on the grill. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing a lot of moving back and forth, whipping it up and shit like that. It's like, I ain't got no time for no mask. So, if y'all motherfuckers covering this bitch, however many y'all come in here, it's like... I just got to deal with that. Because at the end of the day, my nigga, I need my fucking bills paid. Like I was saying, a couple podcasts, not even a couple, like maybe a month ago, I was saying, man, fuck working and all that. You know what I'm saying? Now it's about, okay, now we see that. I, I was saying, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Your safety is more important. But now we see that um, the coronavirus happened and people got sick and people died. But these bills still have to get paid. I think July 1st is when the cutoff for, is what am I trying to say? July 1st, to my knowledge, is the cutoff for when people can no longer um, charge you. Like, basically, if you, you couldn't get evicted up until this point. Like, your light bill couldn't turn your lights off. The water people couldn't turn whatever off. But it's getting to that point where it's like, things are about to... You're about to owe a lot of money if you haven't been cut, like catching up on your bills. If you're not caught up on your bills, you have, like, I think maybe, well, in New Orleans. I can't speak for everybody else. But in New Orleans, if you haven't paid anything in a month, dog, that time is coming. So it's like, yeah, I was saying, man, fuck all that. We need to live. You know, your life is working. Okay, that's cool. Now we see how shit happen. Now these bills got to, you know what I'm saying, these bills got to get paid. So my point being, don't come into... Not my place of business because I don't own that business. But don't come to where I have to make my money and give me a hard time when it's something as trivial as, like, you know, eating out. Like, takeout food. You could go get this food from anywhere. Like, you can make this food yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to come in here and give me a hard time and then don't tip my servers. You know what I'm saying? And have us working all hard and shit. When you could have just ate at your house and that probably would have been the best, you know what I'm saying, option or whatever for you anyway i haven't been to a restaurant since all this shit happened as far as like sit down but in my head if i was to risk my life for to eat inside a restaurant at this point it wouldn't be the chum bucket that's just how i feel it would not be the chum bucket i'm not risking my life for no fucking waffles bacon and egg. like nigga they don't even have french fries you're risking your life to sit down in a place that don't even have french fries but That'll take me off on a tangent, and that's not even what I'm trying to like, you know what I mean? I'm not even trying to go there. Again, this is episode 38, and it's called Left Field. I just, like, I wanted y'all to see that the tone is, it's some serious shit going on. The world is fucked up. The world been fucked up, you know what I mean? But it's some crucial shit going on. There's motherfuckers protesting right now, man. My little cousin is out there protesting right now in Orlando, and I fucking wish the best for her. You know what I mean? I hope the best for, like, I hope that Grace cover her and know nothing fucked up happened. You know what I'm saying? None of that. But I didn't want this podcast to be, like, mopey and depressing and down because throughout the past week, every time I pick up my phone to get on social media, it's fucking depressing, dog. It's depressing as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it's depressing as fuck. Like, the shit, I needed a fucking mental break. And so... Last night, I seen that they was doing the Blackout Tuesday shit. So when I woke up, I went ahead and, you know what I'm saying, posted my black screenshot. Blackout Tuesday with the fist up in the air. And niggas is supposed to, not, yeah, niggas. Niggas is supposed to stand in solidarity, you know what I mean? And, and give information on what's going on at these protests. And basically, 
Black out the bullshit. Like, niggas don't need selfies today. Niggas don't need to see your outfit today. Niggas don't need to see what music you're listening to if it ain't about no uplifting black people type shit. Niggas don't need to see you smoking a joint, uh, you in a joint. Like, that shit ain't important today. You know what I mean? So, Blackout Tuesday is today. But by the time y'all hear this shit, it's going to be Wednesday. So, you know. But just to let you in on what was going on in my brain and what was happening with me today. You know what I mean? So, there's that. Also... I said I didn't want to be down, but it's just some things that's on my mind that I just want to speak on publicly. I am happy that me and my best friend have has not had a a clash in um I wanna say like two weeks. It's probably been like two weeks since we butted head and you know what I'm saying I had a war of words or lashed out at each other. So that's cool. And not and but I think that Part of that being is that she works so much and I got other shit going on. But you know what? One day we're going to get it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then one day, hopefully, one day we'll be fine and we could get back to like a fucking a place that we was before things got different. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I'm hoping for that because... I always tell y'all, man, I love my friends. I'm thankful for anybody that, that's in my life, and I'm I'm grateful for anybody that chooses to stick around me knowing how I am, because I'm a handful. I know I'm a lot. I know it's a lot to deal with me. Like, you look up the fucking words, and I said this before, you look up the word Gemini in a dictionary, and that shit is me. <laughs> like, that shit is me, legit. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm fucking on and I'm off. I'm hot and I'm cold, but it's like, love me or hate me. Love me or hate me, and most people love me. Some people hate me, but that's cool. I'm not tripping off that. Also, I want the I want the best for my other best friend. You know what I mean? Um, so I think it's for me. It's like it's easier to talk about me than it is to talk about other people, and and then it's like you know certain details. I I'm not going to speak on uh, about what's going on and shit, but I just. I want the best for for the people around me, man, always and forever. And I'm in a position to where I can help out a little bit. So I'm just trying to help out where I can, whether that be like mentally, like emotionally, like, you know what I'm saying, to be um, not a cheerleader, but what do you call that? Not a, uh, I don't know, encouragement? You know what I mean? Maybe encouragement. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. I just encourage everybody around me to be great. You know what I mean? I want everybody around me to be great and to go on and do amazing things. You know what I mean? Because the people that I have in my small circle, my very, very small circle, they are great, man. And they are going to go on and do amazing things. I wish I could have got on the podcast and told y'all what the gender of my dog baby going to be. But we don't know that yet. But we'll find out soon. So, again, congrats to him and his fiance. That is a beautiful thing happening, man. It is a little bundle of joy. And I get to see my dog raise a kid, man, the right way, the proper way. You know what I mean? Because you know it's different Like when it's like you know niggas and some niggas ain't shit. You know what I mean? It's just, some niggas ain't shit, just period. You know what I mean? Not, not niggas, but I mean like men. Like some of the men that I know like. That's why I don't really be fucking with niggas like that, because 
niggas be, hmm, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like a lot of shit I don't agree with. So I just don't, you know, instead of me being confrontational and being like, man, you a lame man, you a fuck nigga, I just won't even deal with you. You know what I mean? So for me, any nigga that's in my inner circle or my close circle is like, man, it's cool that I get to see a real nigga be a father. You know what I mean? Not to say that the mother niggas ain't real niggas, but a person that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt would not do no fuck shit with their kid or would not not be there. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't have to kick this nigga in his ass and be like, yo, nigga, you need to be doing this. Or you need to be handled it like this. Or, you know what I mean? I don't got it. It's like, yeah, man, a real nigga. He going to stand up for his baby. You know what I mean? So shout out my nigga Court, man. Again, congrats to him and his fiance. That's a beautiful fucking thing, dog. I'm rooting for you, my nigga. Straight up. I'm rooting for you. That shit is fucking honorable, man. That shit is honorable. Um, So, this is a part of the podcast where I have to be a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Not really. Just just like, not even a Debbie Downer. My thing is, we all see what's going on. And I don't want to preach to y'all. I'm not trying to preach to y'all. I'm not educating y'all because I feel like at this point, everybody is aware of the situation and everybody has formed their own opinion on it. So I'm not trying to change your opinion on it. I am just giving you my opinion on this. In this part, I feel like people are going to disagree with me on. And that's cool. That's totally fine, dog. Just don't turn the podcast off. Just hit me out and then hit me when you hit it saying, you know, what you agreed on or what you didn't agree on or shit like that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not trying to be kind. Not today. I'm not trying to be confrontational today. I promise. I'm not trying to start no shit. I'm not trying to make nobody upset. I'm not trying to do (laughs) like none of that. That is not in my intention. Trust me. But I just want to go over a few things if you guys are hearing me out. That's all. So the first thing is Black Lives Matter, the movement. Black Lives Matter was started by two black women, I think, in 2014 or 2015. Not the, the, the idea of it, I mean. And I just want to say that I think that in, in time, like things, like your brainchild could become so big that it's bigger than you. And now that it's into the world, it's like it's so big that you can no longer control it because so many people have put their DNA into it and touched it and made it into something else. So when people say Black Lives Matter, I just want it to be known that Black Lives Matter does not mean that all lives do not matter. It just means, hey, man, I'm black. My life matters. That's all. It's not saying, hey, fuck your life, or this don't matter, that don't matter. That's not That's not the case. It's just independently saying, hey, man, I'm black, my lives matter. Black lives matter, whether that's, um, you know, light skin, dark skin, gay, straight, uh, trans, cis, um, man, woman, child, baby, like anything, like black lives matter, man. It do. So another thing I want to talk about is, and don't, I've said all these things before. That's why it's like not as fun for me to talk about this thing because, and that's not to that's not to say that I'm like super righteous and no shit, but you gotta understand, my whole podcast was themed this like the whole black power shit and like the the black experience and 
educating people on black issues like a couple years ago. So there's plenty of episodes out there in the world that I probably should try to re-download and, you know what I'm saying, re-upload them so people can see what I was on in 2015 and 2016. But one thing I want to say to y'all today in 2020 is that when you say... Oh well, well you're you're mad that a white man killed a black man, but when a black man killed a black man, nobody says anything. Black on black crime and shit like that. So let me educate you right quick. When a black man kills a black man, unless it's on some shit to where he, you know, it, it, did he get away with it? Do we get away with it like that? Like, not really, not really. Second of all, furthermore, black yes, black men, uh, black people kill black people, but also white people kill white people. Asian people kill Asian people. Latino people kill Latino people. However, there's no term. They don't, they don't, it's not a thing called white on white crime. It's not a thing called Spanish on Spanish crime. It's not a thing called Chinese on Chinese crime. It's only black people that get bunched into that quote unquote black on black crime. And it's actually a thing. Yes, every race kills each other. That's just what happens. But for some reason, they single out and they target black people as if we shouldn't be mad about police brutality and police killing us and getting off like this wouldn't be a thing if every time somebody that was african-american got killed by the police unjustly they got away like if they went to jail it probably wouldn't be a thing it would be like man that's fucked up that they're killing us and it would still you know be issues and when i say issues i mean protests and, and and marches and and conversations had with certain authorities, but they kill us unjustly. Like how many names? Like how many times does it have to like go through your? Like we're gonna talk about like Phil, um, the black guy with the braids that got killed in the car. They said uh, he, the officer told him to show him his ID. He man reached for his. He shot him. Like Eric Gardner, I can't breathe. Like the man in Baton Rouge, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got killed for selling CDs, my nigga. Sandra, like so many instances where, like Trayvon and like Michael Brown. And it's and another thing I want to say is that even if, let's say you want to target Michael Brown and say, okay, he was wrong for stealing the guards out the store. That's one thing. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, whatever. Take me to jail. Don't kill me, my nigga. Don't fucking shoot me dead in the middle of the fucking street and have my body there for like fucking four and five and eight hours, my nigga. Like, come on, that, that, that don't make sense. Like, you got fucking George Zimmerman wants to take the fucking law into his own hands and kill a child. I'm not even going to go back into that because that shit is going to upset me. But my whole point of saying that is that they kill us and they get off. We don't get off, but they kill us and they get off. Matter of fact... Most of the time, nowadays, niggas, these motherfuckers will kill, kill us and, and maybe possibly get put in jail and then get a motherfucking million dollars on a motherfucking GoFundMe. How the fuck that work, man? But like I said, this podcast really ain't for nobody that's like doesn't understand what I'm saying because I feel like if you're listening to the podcast, you understand what I'm saying. I'm just reiterating the things to you that you know, have been, that's been going through my mind because I first became quote unquote awakened in like 2015 when I learned about the Mike Brown thing. And that was through a lot of research on Tumblr, a lot of, you know, reading, a lot of, uh, trying to decipher and go through certain tweets that wasn't, you know, getting a lot of looks and shit. And just not on no conspiracy theory shit, but just, 
I feel like I did my due diligence and I did the research. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm as passionate about it as I am because I've been feeling like this way for at least the past five years, the past six years. And then that's and then the person that I was dating at the time, um, she felt the same way about it. So she was able to educate me on certain things that even I didn't see. You know what I mean? And even further than that, the difference between a black man and a black woman and how at you know, to a certain degree, like as a black man you get not more privileged, but it's this country is not made for black people, but goddamn, it's fucking horrible for black women in this country. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible for black men too, but it's fucking terrible for black women in this country. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is the protest. And I'm going to just keep this short and sweet because I've been having conversations with some of my friends and everybody understands that it's a fucked up situation. So we're going to protest. We're going to march. We're going to make our voices heard. However... It gets to a point where fuck being peaceful. You know what I mean? Like, fuck being peaceful. I'm not just going to march. I'm going to start wrecking shit. I'm going to start destroying shit. And then a counter to that is somebody saying, well, how could they destroy their own community? What is, you know what I'm saying, stealing some Gucci going to do? What is stealing some iceberg going to do? It's like, dog, who gives a fuck? They don't care, like... Who gives a fuck? What does it matter? If I want to fucking break into Gucci, Gucci is a fucking billion dollar corporation. You know what I mean? Like, who cares, bro? Fuck Gucci, bro. Steal that shit, destroy that shit, sell that shit. I don't give a fuck what you do with it. But it makes no, it, it doesn't, like, you're saying don't do it, but why? You know what I mean? But why? Unless it's on some shit to where they got people out there that's fucking just... They don't give a fuck about the cause. They're just out there fucking destroying shit to destroy it. And that's a whole another conversation. And don't get me wrong. I am aware that it is undercover. Not undercover, but it is police out there setting shit up to make it look like um, peaceful protesters was looting and shit. Or making it seem like the people or the civilians did this and they didn't. But again... I was giving y'all podcasts years ago telling y'all, even with the Ferguson shit, it was motherfuckers legit going in there in civilian clothes and fucking shit up. So this is not new to me. Like, this might be new to y'all five years later, but it's not new to me because I had already did the research on it. And I'm pretty sure they had been, they had people doing it before then. I just got on it in 2015. It probably been motherfuckers like that. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers that would go to peaceful protests and then start fucking shit up. And then it gets blamed on the protesters. But in actuality, it's from motherfuckers that, that's not even from that area. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking shit up and doing shit. But that's a rabbit hole that I'm not about to go down. I'm just letting y'all know that I am aware. So with me being aware, I'm going to keep you aware. And I'm going to keep you informed on what's going on. Now, I just kind of mentioned this, but I'm going to say it again. Community. To me, and me and my nigga Ty disagreed on this shit, but that's, you know, that's whatever. We don't, if if, if I don't own this land... If my father doesn't own this land, if my mother doesn't own this land, it's not my community. It's not. It's not my community. And on top of that, even if it is my community, if my father owns this land, if my mother owns this land, if my grandmother owns this land and she's not giving back to the to the black people around this community or any way of shape or form helping out the community, then is it really community? 
Y'all saying, don't burn this and don't burn that and don't, bruh, fuck it, bruh. Who, like, the world is in a fucking, res- not, not the world, but the United States, bruh, a lot of us don't have jobs, my nigga. So, you telling the people don't burn down that job for what? The, the motherfucking company, they can build another one. You know what I mean? Like, they they can build another storefront. And it's like you saying, well, it's going to affect, it's not going to affect the company, it's going to affect the people. But how's it going to, bro? Niggas didn't just survive fucking, uh, niggas is trying to survive off not working for two or three months anyway. What's another, <laughs> what's another store closed? Like, come on, bro, we just legit went through this shit, my nigga. If I'm having to fucking get a stimulus check and decide between paying your rent and paying and fucking eating, that's real. That's real. This motherfucker's out here that's broke. Everybody not getting unemployed. Everybody ain't even, you know what I'm saying, equipped to, to, to try to get the unemployment shit. Some niggas is out here still getting it. Some niggas is broke. Some niggas just trying to work dead-end jobs. Some niggas is, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we already in a fucked up position, dog. And it's like, why be civilized, my nigga? What does civilized get us? What what does civilized get us, dog? A pat on the back from fucking Agent Orange, and then this nigga on the fucking TV saying, if, if it's looting and shooting, then I declare that you know America that use their second. I don't, bro. All this shit is bullshit. But it brings me to my last point. I just went and got a gun. Now in Louisiana, you don't have to. From what um you know from the information that I obtained. You don't have, there's no paperwork that you need to sign off for, you know what I'm saying, get a certification for to own a handgun. Now, to conceal carry, that's a different story, and I'm working on that right now. Matter of fact, I should be able to, I think the class is on Sunday, actually. But my point is, if you don't have any prior convictions, you don't have nothing on your background, and you can afford to, I suggest you get a gun because like I was saying last week on last week's podcast and I didn't, I guess in hindsight, that was kind of radical, but I was in an emotional place. It's like this. It's either you're going to go to war and you're going to die about that shit or you're not. It's really that simple. You know what I mean? You're going to go to war about the shit or you're not. I think that if you can, if you can afford to, can get a gun. I'd rather be caught with it than to be caught lacking without it. That's just my opinion. That's just my two cents. And the last thing is something that I've been thinking to myself. What can you do to make a difference? Specifically, you that's listening to this right now. What are you doing to make a difference, to make things better, to make things easier for the next generation. How are you educating your people? You know what I mean? I see a lot of people on social media, and when I say people, I mean us black people, that's like being condescending to others, talking down on the others, being snarky to others, saying, oh, y'all stupid, or y'all this, or y'all that. And it's like, bro, that's, that's one way to look at it, right? But how about in this moment, why don't we all have unity, dog, and come together and just try to educate and and fucking influence each other in the best way possible? Like, if you got some information, don't be snarky and make Instagram stories and talk down on niggas. Just say, yo, hey, man, this is the information that I have, A, B, C, and D. Now, you take that and you get that to the next person. I feel like it can be easy as that. You know what I mean? Me personally... Me doing this podcast for the past five years is me feeling like, okay, 
I am attempting to do something. Now, I haven't got out there and fucking marched. I haven't got out there and protested because anytime I could have, I was never in the space financially to do so. Um, but I feel like that's not an excuse. That's that's definitely not an excuse. So I'm not going to sit on this fucking righteous chair and make it seem like I'm doing more than others. Are. You know what I'm saying? Because... I could drive to Atlanta and go... If I could drive to Atlanta to go get some... You know what I mean? To go get some cat, then I could drive to Atlanta to protest. So that's something that I got to weigh on my conscience. And that's something that I got to, you know, look within myself about. You understand me? But I do feel like this podcast is me choosing to say, Hey, I'm going to attempt to, to, to pass the knowledge that I've obtained on to others and even have people listen to this and say, hey, DJ, at this point, you're wrong. Let me correct you. This is the right way to go about it. And I'm all about that, dog. Like I said, unity, peace, prosperity, positivity. It don't got to be that negative shit, dog. It don't got to be that negative shit. Um, also, another thing I wanted to do on this podcast before I get out of here is I wanted to have certain people... I wanted to get certain people's thoughts and opinions and views, but not in interview format. Just like, okay, you're speaking, you're speaking, you're speaking. Just because what they had to say was so interesting to me that I thought that I should share it with the rest of my audience. So this is going to be me letting y'all hear people whose opinions I respect talk and talk about what's going on. Now, their views and their opinions do not reflect on my own, just like my you know, my opinions and views don't reflect on theirs. You know what I mean? And we're going to end this podcast out with my dog, J. Cole, Be Free. So you're about to get into some snippets um, just for, like, informational purposes, man, just to hear somebody else's thoughts other than mine about this crucial-ass time that we're in. Yeah, you know I mean, so this was the Gemini in Me podcast. This was episode 38. I am your host, the Shive Geek. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something. I hope maybe you disagreed and you're going to teach me something or maybe I taught you something. But however it goes, man, I hope that you're alive the next time I drop an episode because the shit is fucking crazy. And I hope that I'm alive to give you another episode sincerely. So. Y'all enjoy y'all week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I'm out. So I wanted to come on here and kind of talk about what's going on, even though I repost literally all the time. I want you guys to hear me say what I have to say as well. So honestly, I have a few things to cover. So if you just want to skip through, go for it. But my biggest thing, I see a lot of white people coming in my DMs asking like, what can I do, you know, and I really appreciate that, first of all, and I think the conversation is important, but if you are too uncomfortable to go and talk to me or talk to another black person, here's what I have to say to you, that's fine, but what you can be doing is extending this conversation past social media, yes, I love a post, post show solidarity, post show that you're here, that you see, and that you care, but spread the conversation into the places where black people aren't we don't have that reach if that's your white family if that's your white friends keep talking about it make them talk about it make them uncomfortable feel it together because that's the only way we're going to get through this and my second message is for everyone but i'm talking to black people specifically in november time come to vote you need to vote because i know the system isn't for us i'm aware 
but people were fighting. People have been fighting for our right to vote. You know, people have been fighting for our voice, and we need to respect that, and we need to use it. So you're mad now. You need to be mad to the polls because these governors, mayors, gov not governors, governors, mayors, DAs, judges that we're all mad about that we want justice from, I didn't vote them in there, you know. Did you vote them in there? You need to be knowledgeable and learn about the actual system that's holding us down and working in that because that's really where change can come from. You know what I'm saying? So I know it's not for us, and I'm not saying that us voting will change the country because they're sketchy, but I'm just saying we could try. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Send my condolences out to his family. It's a very tragic way to go. And amidst all the things that we got to cope with, we're enduring to have another thing like this just dropped on our back, you know, set in our backyard as if it was going to go unnoticed. We were going to take a blind eye to it. I think it really just said a lot about the people, the entities, the systems in place and how they've gotten so used to, so comfortable and content with our willingness to just sit back, you know? A lot of times I sit back and try to think about the people that come from a past generation, a past era, that had to fight for deeper things on a daily basis. And the fact that we deal with so many comforts and distractions, we've been pulled away from that. And they got us in a place where we go to understanding what they feel to be wrong or what they feel some type of way about, we gotta find a way to fix that. Or we gotta find a way to be clean about that just so that we can walk around here and survive another day. Something about that has never said well for me. Something about waking up, being confronted with the idea that I could walk out my front door and for no real apparent reason whatsoever, motherfucker take my life has never said well. The fact that they taking people babies from them, that shit ain't never said well. The only thing I could do is try my best to stay on the political correct side of things and make sure it's understood. I see no advantage whatsoever from this man's debt, but I do see an opportunity. At this point, I don't think people can go back. I don't think people can sleep again. At this point, I think the seeds have been planted. And what you will see is people rise. What you will see is a revolution. Every time I step outside, I see my niggas die. 
All we wanna do is take the chains off. All we wanna do is break the chains off. 